What up, everybody? What is good? Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. This is Season 2, Episode 71, and I'm your host, California Cal, and this is the show where we have the conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say, damn, dude. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. You know what I'm saying? We're here to talk about some real life shit, keep it authentic, and have the conversations that need to be motherfucking had. Because you know what? The internet and life is too full of a bunch of bullshit that isn't good for us and is far from authenticity and far from authentic. So that's why the show exists, to help educate, entertain, and make an impact and provide more in different contexts and perspectives because I truly believe that the more access we have to different contexts and perspectives in life, the easier and doper and funner life is to go through and navigate and create for ourselves. So let's fucking get it in, you guys. It is hotter than a motherfucker. I don't know exactly how hot a motherfucker is, but it's fucking hotter than one of those. <laughs> Yo, we got a heat wave in San Diego this week, um, this week, weekend, and next week, apparently. I haven't actually checked, but that's what everyone's been telling me, and I feel this shit like a motherfucker. It's hot, hot, like stupid, dude. <laughs> Unbelievable. So let's kind of touch on what we've been doing this week. Um, potty training, potty training, potty training, potty training, potty training. My three-year-old Royal has been, uh, pretty fucking good actually. So so for those of you guys who need to do this or will be doing it or know somebody who's going to be doing it, yo, the fucking trick, this is like the magic. If you like, I was terrified on how to make this happen and blah, blah, blah. But you know what? There's a fucking method to this and just like learning to swim just like learning to ride a bike there's the right way and the wrong way and the right way for learning to swim is learning to actually swim not using floaties not learning to pop your head learning to actually float learning from a point of breath control learn the right way to ride a bike for a little kid is not using training wheels skip the training wheels get a glide bike a stride bike however you want to say it and let them learn the actual balance in swimming let them learn the actual floating let them learn the actual breath control All of that, right? So when it comes to potty training, you can't force it. You can't this and that. But you can coerce it and you can make it fucking happen. So here's what I discovered. And I'm not going to go too deep into this. But uh, I'm going to just touch on it just because it's good information for men and women to know. Uh, So I have what I'm doing is we woke up yesterday morning and I set an alarm for every 10 minutes. Well, I set a timer for every 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes, boom, go sit on the potty. Every 10 minutes, and boom, go sit on the potty. And this happened a bunch of times. The biggest thing was him not wanting to, him being like, ah, my diaper, I want to wear my diaper. He doesn't call it diaper. He calls it pampain, which is diaper in Chinese. Um, and he, he, he didn't want to take it off. So I was like, nah, bro, you know what? Fuck it. He cried for about 15, 20 minutes. It was what it was. But then once he discovered every time I sit on the toilet, I get a treat. He's like, yo, this is cool. So he sits on the toilet and he gets candy. He calls it honey. (laughs) He can't pronounce it. He doesn't even know what candy is. So he just learned what candy is due to potty training. I was like, look, bro, you sit down, you get a, you get a candy. So now sometimes on his own, he'll go sit down on the toilet and be like, honey, like asking for candy. I'm like, all right, cool, bro. Fuck it here. So what's been happening is we've successfully, he's successfully gone pee maybe like eight, nine times in the toilet. Now he hasn't taken a shit in the toilet yet, which I'm trying to make happen, but, uh, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, 
I'm like, dude, he's fucking really getting it. And every time, the first couple times he peed in the toilet, I would give him a brand new toy, like something big and celebrate the fuck out of it, right? Like, hell yeah, dude, like, yes! And we'd be jumping and dancing and hugging and all that. And it was like, you got to make it an event, dude. It's got to be fucking special. So um, today was day two and he's fucking been killing it. He's peed his pants a little bit here and there, but like, he'll catch himself right away and be like, oh, and it's funny because he calls going pee. He'll just goes poo poo. I'm like, okay. Because I think that's what his mom would say when he would have a dirty diaper. She'd be like, oh, you got poo poos? And then so no matter if, it's, if he's got to take a piss or shit, he's just like, oh, poo poos. So he'll come up and be like, oh, poo poos. And I'm like, all right, let's go and run to the toilet, pull his pants down, have him sit. And then he'll finish in the toilet and be like, yeah. And it's this big celebration. It's all fucking cool, right? So that's pretty dope. Um, that's like, the fucking business when it comes to that so that's how you do that you have treats a snack like stamps and i realized if i were to do this again or have to start over or whatever i would probably use stamps Uh, i don't know i was gonna say stamps and candy because he was eating a lot of candy and it makes me fucking cringe when when he eats something bad because it's like we just i want to raise him healthy and that's so important and i'm just like it makes me cringe seeing that you know but it's okay. I'm like, fuck it. Like, some gummy worms ain't gonna fucking kill you, you know? But uh, getting into, like, the deeper side of all of this, like, I I think the um, title of this show is gonna be Finding and Creating a Loving Relationship because so many of us have problems actually doing that. Like, we'll find it, and then we won't keep creating it as loving and fun and beautiful. It's like a lot of relationships end up going stale really quickly. So I'm going to make a bold statement as a man to other men, which is men, if you're in a relationship or you're out of a relationship or whatever your, your thing is, or you're thinking about getting out of one or whatever, this sounds crazy, but this is some real grown man shit. It is never her fault. What? What the fuck are you talking about? No, she's a bitch, bro. It's never her fault. It's not her fault. Because do you know why a woman turns sour or stiff or cold or however the fuck you want to describe it? I mean, if she was once a loving and beautiful woman and as the relationship gone on, has gone on, she's only gotten colder and more... It's because you have failed as a man to wake up the inner goddess and the beauty that exists inside the feminine and the divinity of what and who a woman is. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. Now you might be thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about some real ass shit here. (laughs) It's never her fault. Extreme ownership as a man is required to be a dope and... Just to be a dope-ass man, you have to have and embrace extreme ownership in, our, in your life, in our lives. Because if not, we're bitch-made just like the rest of these fucking... <laughs> I don't even know. I was gonna say, these old fucking... I don't even know. Dudes who suck. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God, that's my wife. Like, who the fuck is happy in that kind of relationship? The wife doesn't want your sorry as, can I please go to the bar with my friends on Friday? Like, motherfucker, if that's your relationship, you need to stop and check yourself. Because that's your fault that you're acting that way. Yes, you might have gotten in trouble. Maybe she is a bitch. 
if that's the case, you didn't get the fuck out of there. What are you doing? That makes you a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Now, sometimes you don't know if you're in a bad relationship. And you just you just don't fucking know. Like, I've been in that scenario where I'm like, is this good or bad? Like, I'm not even sure, you know? Like, like yes, I feel love and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I don't feel happy. I don't feel myself. I'm losing myself. All of that. Like, so the thing is, is like, it's never her fault. It's like, like... It's so easy and bitch made to just be like, oh, it's her fault. They did this. They, she does this. She does that. She doesn't. You know, it's like there's something that I realize exists and what I've been learning a lot and I've experienced myself is like for a man to be like, oh, my wife just doesn't like sex. That's not fucking true. It's just not true. It's simply not true. Why? Why do I say that is because that has to do with you failing as a man, you becoming unattractive. Like, I know I don't want to fucking have sex with anybody I'm not attracted to. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, weirdly enough, there is a bunch of dudes who fucking will and are down. But that's just kind of a, it shows how desperate they are. And any sort of desperate or desperation is completely unattractive. So that would make sense why you would do some unattractive shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, cheapening yourself and your worth is not attractive. And I realize this, and this exists in many forms, taking care of yourself, um, eating good, exercising, all of that. It's like, if you were able to stay attractive for the reason of this is who I am, not so much, oh, I'm trying to impress her. I need to look good for her. I need to look buff for her. I need to, you know, whatever. No, all that's trash. And it's like, this is the thing is like the goddess inside of women see straight through these ill-intentioned things even though let's say it's like it's a good intention but it's for the wrong reason women know that shit and the goddess inside of her sniffs that out right away and finds it as immediately unattractive so you can go and be like what i went and got buff i've been eating good i read books blah 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 how the fuck do you not want to blah 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 wrong reason that is not becoming an attract that's not being an attractive person that's attempting to be an attractive person that's doing things out of force and not out of the goodness of your heart it's like the inner goddess of a woman seeks real authentic attraction you know what i mean there's real authentic desire and the way that a lot of us go about shit as men especially in this society in the united states is we're on some bullshit and we're trying to look good for this person and that person and blah 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 and doing everything for all the wrong reasons and the real right reason is, yo, you need to do this for you. And I realize that it's like, I understand that I am attractive as a man when I honor my word, when I say what I'm going to do. And it's like, that has to do with who you are as a man. It's not because I told you or this or that. I might change my mind, but it was because I decided to. And that's what makes me valuable as a man is that. I know that when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Now, it's not every single thing like that, but I know that when I'm in alignment like that and I'm on my shit and I do what I say, it's automatically attractive. You know what I mean? Because it's like when you can honor yourself and you can honor your word and you just you have honor to what you do and say, 
that in turn is attractive and you don't really have to worry about or care who's attracted to you or not. It's just like, it's like, I don't care if I'm attractive or not to whoever, but at the same time, I guess there is a piece of it, but it's never for anybody else other than me. Like doing 75 hard, that wasn't for anybody else. It was for me. Doing this animal-based diet, it's not for anybody else. It's for me. And if it is for anybody else, it's my influence and my ability to do what the fuck I said I was going to do. And that's that's the piece of it. So what's interesting is like when I completed 75 hard, most of the dudes who are like insecure dudes or whatever who are like, yeah, come on, you got this. Hell yeah. In the beginning or how are you going to do that? Blah, blah, blah. They didn't congratulate me at the end of it. My 75 hard was 112 days. And, you know, it's fine. I don't need validation from fucking anybody. But the thing was, is like, I saw people who were rooting for me to see me fail. Now, I get that's very, uh, how do you know that? You know, it's like, you could just fucking tell. And then once you've succeeded at it, they start, it's, they kind of just fall off and there's no support. And it's like, okay, what is that about? And then you realize it's because they couldn't do it themselves. And it's like, they almost want to secretly see you fail and not honor your word because that's what they would do. You know what I mean? And it's like, you have no idea how many people hit me up and are like, you know, since I started a podcast, how many people are like, dude, I'm going to start a podcast, blah, blah, blah. It's like, cool, bro. Let's go. Can I support you in any way? I can get you a discount on the fucking, on the host site. I can do this, that. Here's my resources. Here's what, here's what I have to offer. And then how many people said they would support, listen to the show. And then how many just didn't as soon as I got consistent, you know what I mean? Like people want to support the beginning and then they want to be there at the end for the fucking party. And it's like, they don't want to be there through the grind, through the struggle, when numbers are low, when your shit's uncool, when your shit's unpopular. Like, I don't, it's like, it's like this hater, jealous spirit that people have. And I'm not saying anybody's hating on me or jealous of me, but more so I could tell that that's how they relate to themselves. Damn, dude. And it's like, I've had that mentality and that mindset for in many ways and in different ways and whatever, where it's like man, fuck this guy. I don't want to see this happen. And then they do good. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, okay, fuck. And it shakes me as a man. Here I said it, it, I should say it would shake me as a man. Cause it's not my context or how I perceive things anymore. Like this day and age, I truly only want to see people win. Like if you got something and you're starting it up, I want to see you win. I do not want to see you fail. I want to see you do good. And I get that not everybody has that perspective or that outlook and that's fine. But it's like, dude, when we can take extreme ownership of ourselves as a man and not have to blame a, wo- blame a woman, we step into our power. And it's like, the more that we can awaken the king inside of ourselves, it's like a, a king doesn't need to be like, oh, honey, can I, can I, can I go play, can I go surfing this weekend? It's like, no, it's like, dude. You know, it's not this pathetic thing. It's like, you can still ask if that's the dynamic of your relationship. Hey, is it cool if I go surfing this weekend? Like, you don't got to be a bitch about it. But at the same time, it's like, and you don't got to be an asshole about it either. At the same time, it's like, there's a certain level of like, this is what I do. And I'm going to do this. It's like, do we have plans? Is there anywhere I need to be? No, cool. Okay, this is what I'm going to go do. 
You know what I mean? And it's like, when you can just own that, you don't have to be apologetic for doing shit that you love. It's like, I tell any girl that I would ever be involved with, like, dude, I will never stop riding motorcycles. Don't even try. Like, if you're going to try, try now, because this is over before it started. I will, I like to smoke weed, and I like to fucking surf, and I like to listen to fucking podcasts, and I like to learn, and I like to fucking learn new shit every day. And if you can't accept that, or that's annoying to you, or whatever, you know, cool, that's fine, you know what I'm saying? I don't need anybody, I don't need anything, like... Now, yeah, I, and I don't, I guess that's kind of like an inflated statement, but it's like, yeah, we, I do need people in life, but not in the sense of like, I need you, oh my God, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, everybody's free to be them and do them, do them and do, like, fucking do you, I don't give a fuck, but don't fuck other people at the same time, you know? So like, here's the thing is like, yeah, but she did this or that, that's you not acknowledging if you have something to blame your lady for or your ex or whoever, if she was your lady or will be your lady or whatever, if you have something to blame her for, that just means you do not know how to handle certain traits that she has. And that would be of a weak man. It's like if you're a king and you got a queen and your queen is like, we need to fucking, we need to conquer the land over here. And you're like, you bitch, that's rude. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's not how it works. You go, hmm, okay. You know what? We can't do that right now because these people are in agreement with these people and they have trade going on. So blah, blah, blah. So we can't do that right now. Rather than you bitch, you hate people. You just want to take shit over. What about my business? You're trying to crush my business. And that's how a lot of dudes take shit. You know what I'm saying? Damn, dude. So here's the thing is like, when you can awaken the goddess, the divinity inside your woman via listening, via actually caring to what she about what she has to say, not trying to get laid, like you are a man of power. You don't need to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Men of power, we don't watch porn. We don't fucking do all this other weird shit. Like we don't have to. Now, if you do, that's fine, but understand that you are not in your power if that's what you're doing, and you are creating more unattractiveness in your own life by being somebody who watches porn or fucking, you know, any weird shit like that. Like, you're not in your power. And yeah, it's like not to say that I never have, of course, but at the same time, I've learned and we all have the ability to grow past it. So... This is what taking extreme ownership looks like, I believe. And what I'm experiencing is like, dude, I've been learning how to be a good partner in a relationship while I've been single this whole time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I've been seeing where my shortcomings are. And it's like, it doesn't matter about, hmm, let me say that. It does, it does, well, I guess, yeah, it doesn't matter what any woman has to say about it. It's like, if I am, if you are willing to see the king in me, I am willing to invoke the goddess in you. And that's what I want to do. And that's going to be my relationship moving forward. You know what I mean? It's like, I will take extreme ownership in such a way where it's like, yo, 
My woman, I can handle her at her worst and her best and everything in between because I am man enough to handle that. And I am man enough and king enough to understand that in order to wake up the goddess inside of my woman, I have to know how to listen. I have to know how to participate. I have to know how to share. I have to know how to be open. I have to know how to lead. I have to know how to be strong, be powerful and honor my word. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's what's going to keep me being an attractive person into which the goddess of her wants to keep feeding in me. And I, in turn, want to keep feeding her. And that's the beautiful relationship that we're going to have. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we have a choice in all of this. And something that I learned recently is like, and I got this from Ed Milet, his book, The Power of One More, is we experience a range of six to seven emotions per day, like in, in general. We have six or seven main emotions that we experience every single day. And what I really, I mean, I learned that, but what I, the crazy piece to that is what I learned is that we have the ability to choose which emotions those are. Damn, dude. We can consciously choose which emotions we want to participate in the most. Now, there's little hacks here which make a big fucking difference. Because if you were to say, I, I want to experience anger. Well, you could experience compassion instead. You know, you can swap anger for understanding. You can swap anger for patience. You can swap anger for, you know, like I said, understanding. You could swap it for compassion. You could swap it for empathy. You know what I mean? And it's like, I just listed a whole, like, damn near five or six different things that could replace just anger. So if you're to look at the whole range and the whole broad spectrum of how you can possibly feel in different scenarios, well, this lady was a bitch, she pissed me off. That's not extreme ownership. Oh, she's a fucking asshole. She says this. He's a dick. He said that. Uh, that's not ownership. You are being the victim of what you think this person is doing to you. But in reality, it's you doing it to yourself we get to choose how we respond to anybody's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you come at me like, you stole my car. Like, no, I didn't. <laughs> You're like, why would this even upset me? I didn't do that. But if somebody goes, you're lazy, you're fat, you're ugly. And you're like, oh, like, well, what, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, are you that? Is that why you're so upset? No, she's mean. It's not because I really am fat and lazy that I'm upset and she said it. It's because she's mean. You see what I'm saying? That is not awakening the goddess inside of your woman. That's not taking extreme ownership for yourself as a man. And this works either way. I'm just using it from this side, right? And extreme ownership as a man, like I said, it's attractive. So, hey, you were fat and lazy. Damn. How, what, what would make you say that? Or where do you see that I'm being those ways? Well, you've gained 20 pounds. Your fucking room, your car, your house, your desk, your office is a mess. Your work is a mess. Your friendships are a mess. Your relationships are a mess. That's what leads me to say that. Fuck, you're right. Let me see what I could do about these things because I know that I can do better and I know that I am better. So it's not about fuck you, bitch. It's about taking extreme ownership, huh? How does this person see that? Okay, if somebody accuses me of just randomly stealing their car, why would they say that? Rather than being like, you fucking nutcase. It's like, what makes you think that? Oh, where you were standing where my car was and I left my keys in the door and now my car is gone. 
and you kind of look a little shady. I don't need to be offended because I own the fact that that that's that person's fucking reality. What do, what does that have to do with me being offended? You know what I'm saying? So if I if I replace my emotion of I need to be offended with I need to have understanding, all of a sudden I, there's no problem. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that fucking simple. So this is where taking extreme ownership as a man really fucking takes place or woman, you know what I'm saying? But I'm speaking on behalf of being a man. So yeah, dude, where can you take extreme ownership in your life and your circumstances and scenarios in life? You dig? Damn, dude. Damn, dude. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right bike. Damn, dude. What up, everybody? We bicycle. Welcome, bike. Yo, I just got like a gang of messages on my phone. Uh, I was going to have to wait till I finish recording here. So let's jump right. Let's just keep going with this. Um, as men, how do you be kingly? And for me, you see, I eat, if you follow me on Instagram, you see, I eat my king boards. <laughs> That's how I feel kingly. I feel like a fucking boss every time I eat that meal. But, uh, to really, I'm just thinking about like this whole idea of awakening the goddess within your woman. That is the shit because the more you can wake up and hold space for your woman to be her most powerful self, it's only going to flow and pour back into you the same way that the tide comes and goes. You could be sad that the tide went low and it's gone forever. Or you can understand the tide comes and goes. It comes up and it goes down and it comes up and it goes down. There's nothing to be fucking upset about. And that's like, that's essentially how I see women or feminine energy. It's like men build a pier or a dam and women are the flowing water. And with that analogy is kind of where all my st- thinking stems from off of this whole topic and, and subject basically is like, if you can hold strong and understand that the tide comes and goes, that the waves come and they go, and sometimes they're bigger, sometimes they're smaller. That's every emotion and everything that happens in life, right? Mother nature, woman, right? <laughs> Father time. And it's like, if you could be man, father, time, and have the patience and extreme ownership, if you own your time, you own the fact that an hour is an hour, or however you interpret time, and you own that fact, the tide can come and go as it pleases. Mother nature can do its things of nature. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, as men, you have the ability to harness the power of father time. As women, you have the ability to power to to harness the power of mother nature. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. But how many men and women this day and age are tapped into their ability to tap into those things? Because those are the greatest things that we have is fucking time and nature. Like, what else do we even have in life? You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing else even exists in life without time and nature. Nothing. You know what I mean? Every single thing on this planet consists of those two things. Even the most artificial shit consisted of time and some sort of nature, of understanding of nature in order to build the plastic version or whatever, right? Damn, dude. That's fucking hard, dude. I never thought of this this way. Um, so it's like, if you can be a king for yourself, your woman will recognize that if it's real. 
and keep feeding it as long as her inner goddess is invoked and alive and and in her, the spirit is good. You know what I'm saying? So as men, when we do what we're going to say, I'm going to build a pier and people will be able to walk on it and see your beauty, ocean, mother nature. You know what I'm saying? I will take the time to build a good fucking pier. Watch this. It'll it'll be supportive. It'll be strong. It'll be fucking able. And it can withstand all the waves, all the waves of emotion, all the waves of feeling, all the waves of insults, insults or whatever the fuck, right? Whatever it is that triggers you as a man that your woman does. So when we do what we're going to say, I see that almost as honoring the power of your ability to harness time and nature as a motherfucking man. You know what I'm saying? And if this applies, if you're a woman listening to this and this applies, change the fucking man, woman thing, whatever, right? But it's like integrity essentially equals attraction in so many ways. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because when you can honor yourself and honor what you're doing and saying and talking about and thinking and feeling, you're on some boss shit. And when you honor yourself, you've won. And the goddess inside of and that exists in Mother Nature acknowledges and recognizes integrity. Because Mother Nature will come and eat the shit out of a pure that's not built correctly. Even a pure that is built correctly, it can still get devoured. But that's the thing is, this is why you have to keep, as men, we have to keep restructuring our fucking structure and reestablishing it and taking the time to invest in ourselves and take extreme ownership and understand when you have a weak leg. Understand when you're missing a beam or two. Understand when you're out of whack. Take ownership and do it for your motherfucking self because the ocean doesn't care if the pure needs a fucking new leg it just is going to keep going but if you can understand the power of time and the power of doing shit uh, and working hard you have the ability to fix that pure to fix the leg of it to honor yourself to take ownership it's not the ocean's fault that the pure gets eroded by the water damn dude damn dude It's not the ocean's fault. It's just life. It's mother nature plus time. Damn, dude. That's exactly it. This is the whole fucking equation. Right? Like, it's not the ocean's fault that the water erodes the rock, that the water erodes the fucking pier, that the water does what the fuck water is supposed to do. Damn. That's fucking fire. Yo, that's fucking fire, dude. Yo, take that, share that, quote that, whatever. (laughs) That's fucking hard. You guys, I need to eat. I need to clean. And I need to go pick up my kiddo from school. And keep on this potty training. And do some cool shit with somebody super special later. So, uh, yeah. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Hope you guys have a beautiful day. Be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell your best friends, cousins, uncles, farmers, bamboo picking best friends, cousin about the damn dude podcast. 
Leave us a five-star written review. On, whoa! I did not mean to press that. <laughs> Leave us five-star written review on Apple iTunes, wherever else you can. Appreciate it. Give us a follow on Instagram at Real California Cal at Damn Dude Podcast. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. Much love. Peace. Damn, dude. Damn, dude.